Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Common sense. It's not so common anymore. That's why we need Scott Inez more than ever. It's time for Inez Says. Hey, hello, and welcome to the Inez Says Podcast. Scott Inez with you today. Thanks so much for joining me on the pod. You can find it most everywhere. You get your podcast, including Spotify, the WDBO app, WDBO.com. I'm also on the radio each and every morning, Orlando's morning news every weekday, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando. Outside of Orlando, stream us there in the WDBO app. Okay, so... um, it is the Super Bowl day, as I'm recording this, the Super Bowl day for CNN and MSNBC and most of the mainstream media, the one-year anniversary of the march on the U.S. Capitol. The mainstream media is apoplectic today. CNN has been all over the Capitol all day long. I haven't been able to watch MSNBC, but I only can imagine what's going on there. And yes, sad day. Sad day in our nation's history. There's no question about that. Regrettable? You bet. You bet. But when you see the politics that has been involved with this story really from the get-go. To me, January 6th has become the most politically exploited event in the history of the United States. And when politics is front and center, it's very hard to separate truth from fiction. And as I tape this podcast right now, I'm looking up at our, uh, our television cameras here in the radio studio, and I'm watching as President Biden is speaking there at the U.S. Capitol I also just listened to the vice president, Kamala Harris. I mean, all the melodramatics and the nonsense about the American spirit being tested and how our democracy was tested and upholding the right to vote, so on and so forth. As Kamala Harris and Joe Biden try to use this day, January 6th, as a political conduit for this ridiculous federal voting law, which in my opinion would be a travesty, an absolute travesty for this country. And then you have President Biden getting up there, and I only watched a few minutes of it. He's still going on as we record again. But but he's there in Statuary Hall of the Capitol building, and, you know, he's talking about the U.S. Capitol building being a sacred place, which I do believe it is. But he, you know, he, he said the same old stuff. Democracy was simply attacked. The will of the people was under assault. Enough. Enough with the rhetoric. He also talked about Donald Trump like these people can't get off of Donald Trump. This was one of the most divisive speeches. and I only listened to a couple of minutes. This was one of the most divisive presidential speeches I've ever seen. And again, on and on about Donald Trump, that he was upset that he lost and he led 75 million people off the cliff and that it's about power with Donald Trump. They can't stop talking about this guy, even though he's not president anymore. As if 75 million people who voted for Trump are simply like Trump zombies and can't think for themselves. It was a very divisive speech from what I heard and totally political. So here we are one year out from January 6th. And as the president, the vice president continued to divide 
this nation. I do believe that one of the reasons why this event happened a year ago is because of the lack of trust in people I just talked about right there, the lack of trust in our government, the lack of trust in Congress, the lack of trust in our institutions, our election systems, our media as well. Nobody trusts the media. And that brings to mind a person like Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I remember AOC saying, we came close to half of the House nearly dying on that day, January 6th. 2021. Give me a freaking break. Give me a break. And by the way, the only person who was gunned down that day was a Trump supporter by the name of Ashley Babbitt shot by Capitol Police. And we're going to hear from the media all day long. Insurrection, insurrection, a plot to overturn the election. This was a bunch of rabble rousers. Okay. A bunch of rabble rousers who should have never been allowed on Capitol grounds. I'm not excusing what these people did in barging into the U.S. Capitol. I'm not excusing that. It was a sad day. But look, if the Capitol was as fortified as it should have been with police, this does not happen. Why wasn't the Capitol Police fortified on that day? And again, I am not justifying what those people did in breaking into the U.S. Capitol. Should not have happened. But what has happened since has been the most disgusting part of this event that happened one year ago because you have a political party, the Democrat Party, and a mainstream media that has vilified 75 million people when it was a few rabble-rousers who actually did the damage. That is not right. And yet you knew it. You knew it from that day forward that the Democratic Party was going to try to punish the Republican Party and those 75 million who voted for Donald J. Trump. And now you have this so-called investigation, the select committee, or as Donald Trump calls them, the unselect committee. Largest investigation in American history, trying to find an underlying theme of Trump did it. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? So I have two main questions this morning as we record this. Why did law enforcement, knowing what was going on there in D.C. on that day, with the electoral vote count going down in Congress, with the rally going on down the street, why weren't they fortified around the Capitol? Here's another question. Why isn't the media asking this question? Why did this happen? Why did this happen? I mean, we were forced to ask that same question when watching our cities burn in the summer of 2020 with all the BLM movement protests and riots and so forth. Why didn't the media ask the question, why did the Capitol march happen? Why do those people riot at the Capitol? Nobody bothered asking me, but I can tell you why it happened. It happened because of what we've seen since the Capitol March. It happened because of our distrust of our institutions, our Congress, our election systems, our media. That's why it happened. But our media does not want to go there. Why? They don't want to point the finger at themselves. So today is the Super Bowl for CNN and MSNBC. Let them have their Super Bowl. Yes, it was a, a sad day. No doubt. But those networks are not asking the essential question, and that is, why did it happen? So this is a day that we have been further divided by our commander-in-chief, Joe Biden. I would love for Joe Biden to ask why this event happened. But again, he'd point the finger at himself if he truly knew the reason. And instead, he just further divided this nation and demonized half the country a year out from January 6th. That's going to do it for the Inez Says Podcast. Appreciate you being here. You can hear me on the radio each and every morning with Orlando's Morning News 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time.